This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Boy, that voice, everybody knows that voice, Butcher. Uh, Butch Campbell, and uh, you you have done so many things in your life. You've been in education, it seemed like, forever. Of course, I remember you more at Walter Hill as the the principal out there, and you did such a great job. You you really did, and it seemed like the old-fashioned principals like you were and, and, and so many, Harry and so many others, uh, you had your your thumb on everything, and the kids just absolutely loved you. And of course, when you get to loving principal, you got to go to Larry Stewart also. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, That's true. Yeah, uh, I know that he still keeps a relationship with a lot of the kids that went through Last Cassis. Uh, tell me about Walter Hill, and uh, I know that most of the kids out there. I've seen you out there with them. Uh, they just loved you to death. Do you, are you able to follow, you know, their careers that I, they they have selected and what they're doing now? Oh yeah, yeah. Some of them, some of them you do, and uh, through Facebook I get birthdays, and and a lot of them are I see birthdays, and I always wish them a happy birthday. Yeah. Uh, and some of the others on things that they have done or they're doing. We've got uh, Shane Webb, for example, is a uh, Dermatology surgeon, something like that, and has Works done works on skin problems. Yeah, and yeah. has done done very well. Yeah, uh, I can remember him and and sister, and of course his mother and father both were very active in the school and and good. And uh, I saw where Ricky England had a birthday yesterday, and you know just different ones down through the line uh, that that you still see and. Did you have actually have PTA back during yes, that period? Yes, we did. We had well, it wasn't called PTA; it was called Parent Club. Yeah. And the reason, the difference is, PTA you have to pay something to the national organization. Oh. If it's just a parent club, I don't think you have to. So it stays more local. Stays more local. That's right. That's I, right. I bet you you've built a lot of friendships through that. Well, I hope so. I think so. I still, yeah. And, and in fact, I saw uh, one of my former students the other day was working for the city and working on the truck to pick up leaves and came by that was picking up at our house and went out, Ronnie Martin, and went out and talked to him for a few minutes. And just, you know, it's, but it's like, Anything else? It's always good to see those. And to I hear he was with. running late after that. Well, not too late. They they <laughs> didn't. He didn't stay long. But I'm gonna tell you what. That truck in that vacuum really picks those leaves up. Oh, it does. 
But I've got a, I've got another whole full row right now waiting on them. So you know, and they'll be by soon. You know, they have a have a route they do, and yeah. So it's it's good. Yes, I I I see a lot of them and and talk to a lot of them. Yeah. And I'm always glad to see them and talk to them and just catch up with them on what they're doing and that sort of thing. A lot of them have been very very successful. Yeah. Are, are, what are we missing in today's schools that? When you were a principal and, and teacher uh, years before, I, I know that the, the classroom has really changed a lot in, in the curriculum uh, that you're able to pass on to them. And um, it's, it, it's almost like education has been in a state of change for the last 15 or 20 years in yeah. particular. And it's not always a good thing. Uh, how can we get back to the Butch Campbell days? I don't know, Truman. Uh, my opinion, mm -hmm. uh, some of the testing that we're doing uh, that has to be done because of either the federal government or the leg state government legislatures, uh, I think puts a hamper on, on some of that and the part of it that is enjoyable. Uh, we've taken the joy out of it when when teachers have to plan a month or two in advance, which is very difficult to do, uh, and they're involved with the, the kids all day long, and it's just and w and with the virus too, uh, that has certainly added, I think, to the stress that teachers are going through today because they have they're worrying about whether the child has been exposed or they're exposed and uh, in the city of Murfreesboro we're having to quarantine classes gosh almost every day I think yeah. there were two or three yesterday even uh, just because either one student in the class has tested positive or a teacher has tested positive most mm -hmm. time it's the students and it's not that they're getting the virus within the building mm -hmm. uh, they're bringing it in from the outside, and that's when you get large groups together. That I guess that's going to happen in nowadays, and just hopefully that we'll get a vaccine pretty quick, and that'll help to solve yeah, some of this. Coming. Yeah, I think it is too. By the by the by the first of the year, maybe anyway, at least for. Uh, People in nursing homes. People in nursing I homes. I think they're they're pretty much the very first recipients, yeah. uh, and along with the medical people. Your first responders and all, and then yeah. then the elderly, and it'll just go on down the line. But uh, it's a the virus has really caused havoc on not only education, but as you well know, a lot of other things just as well. But it's. Yeah. Seems like it's it's a, a lot, and and one of our major concerns, or major concern for city schools, is when you're dealing with young people that are kindergarten or preschool through sixth grade. Mm -hmm. You know, if if you close down something, then those students are at home, and then that reflects back on the remaining part of the family or the parents, and uh, the parents have got to find somewhere for that child to be or somebody to take care of them all day. Whereas in a middle school and a high school, uh, it's a little bit easier because those students are older, mm -hmm. and they, they're more apt to be able to take care of themselves than what the younger ones are. Yeah. Well, I, 
one of the things that I've been noticing is different talking to the teachers and things like that. You and I grew up in a time where we had a relationship with the teachers. They were like family members. And uh, if we did something wrong, they took care of it right then, or they passed it on to you, the principal, or whatever. And uh, uh, the kids responded so well because they they felt like that the teachers, I know myself, I felt like the teacher was really doing something for my well-being. True. And like my parents would and, and things like that. Of course, I, I've told you, I've hold, I held the record in the fifth grade at Kittrell for for spankings, but it, it but it, it it sent me on the right path. You might yeah, say moved you in the right direction. Yeah, didn't it? and 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 they would always tell me, you know, uh, why they're doing it and things like that. And and basically, I knew that those teachers loved me. Now, they're not able to have those relationships anymore. I, I don't, not not very often. Uh, there are some that, of course, that do. Uh, in fact, I got a, an email from a parent yesterday. Uh, their child is now at Discovery School. Mm -hmm. That's and, a great school. And they've got another child coming along and will need to be tested. And But because they live outside of the city, uh, the rules would be that they would not be tested first because you're going to take care of those kids in the city first. Now, uh, where in the world does that come from? Well, that's part of that is, is I guess, due, due to funding and laws. Uh, if, if you live inside the city limits, <clears throat> you'd have the first option to go to a city school. If you live outside the city limits, number one, you're not paying city taxes, so you're not paying anything to support as prime property tax-wise. But that's uh, a health issue. I'm not too sure I understand that. What do you mean a health issue? You see, the doing the testing. Oh, I'm talking about testing academic. Oh. I'm not talking about testing virus-wise. Yeah. I'm talking about academics. And it course, would be hard for me to be in your class. Why? Because I'm, I'm totally off center from what you were you were telling me and well, it was my fault i well, mean maybe i gosh. just didn't explain it well enough well you were doing what you were doing well but but i i can understand that i mean you, you know you have zoning laws just like you do with other things yeah uh and you're going to take care of those that are zoned for you first mm -hmm. And then if you have open spots, say, in a, in a grade level, then you mm -hmm. can take care of people outside of your particular zone or, or, or your governmental area, city limits or not. Let me ask you, is, is, is it uh, a positive thing that Murfreesboro has their uh, own school system for the younger people, uh, or would it be... Uh, better for the kids to all be on on the same um, under the same governmental entity well you're talking about consolidation here yeah and no, no i don't think so i okay. think murfreesboro city has got uh, a very good a tremendously well respected across the state school system mm -hmm. <clears throat> not saying that rutherford county doesn't but you've got almost 8800 kids in city schools yeah well, if you were to add that to the county schools of almost 50,000, mm -hmm. you know, you're talking 
59,000 students, that would make the system, I think, the third largest in the state. Now, people say all the time, well, it would be more economically feasible to do that, but I don't think so, because you still got to have the same amount of personnel, and people say, well, you wouldn't have to have but one director. Well, mm -hmm. that may be true, but you're going to have to have other people uh, that are doing the job today that are going to still have to be doing the same job, even if you consolidate it. Uh, you wouldn't have, you might have one director, but you're mm -hmm. going to end up paying that one director more than what you're paying today. And then you're going to have to have another assistant or two, you know, mm -hmm. to, to manage that large of a school system. That's a, that's a bunch of schools and you've got the county's got what, 40, no, they're almost up to, they're up to 50 schools. Yeah, right. Okay, at and we've got 13 in the city, so you're mm -hmm. talking about let's say 63 schools. Yeah, and you still got to fund them. And those county schools, some of them are huge. They are huge. They yeah. are. And we've got some city schools that are that are knocking, you know, enrollment wise. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's just I I don't see that it's cost effective. There would be people that would yeah. disagree with me, but I just don't see that it would be. Well, I, I was looking as much academic, but also uh, financially, as you were talking about, you have people in the city that are paying not uh, as much as they pay in the county, but they they still have a, a large amount that they pay at tax time when it comes up. And, and one of the things that they pay for that the county uh, um uh, does not have to would be the schools itself and um, it, how many other uh, uh, counties in the state of Tennessee uh, share that load with some of the cities to give you a number mm -hmm. I used to know that I, I think it's nine or ten across the state you mm -hmm. know like well you've got Murfreesboro you've got Franklin You've got uh, Lebanon or Wilson County, mm -hmm. uh, maybe Knoxville. It seems like they have a, a Knox City school system. And, yeah. you know, you've got eight or nine, I guess, across the state that have both a city system and a county system. Yeah. Do you enjoy being on the, 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 the city school board? Because you've been on it, it seems like, forever. It seems like... Uh, about the time that you retired, it, it wasn't much later that you actually ran for school board. And, of course, you were uh, uh, elected to the school board. And uh, when you look at your classrooms at Walter Hill, uh, of course, you, you had uh, uh, a pretty large school out there we at did Walter one Hill. Time. We sure did. And you had some great teachers <clears throat> out there. We sure did. I remember uh, Ms. Ely. Oh, oh gosh, gosh, she yeah. was one of my favorites. A bless yeah. her heart. And she was a a, a great uh, uh, county commissioner. She was. She was over finance and all those things. And 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 we were blessed to have her. But but um, can you see any difference at what goes on in the city as to what goes in? into the county. I know that they have changed over the years. There was a time when the cities were, I mean, Mercer City was right there at the at the very top of the level as far as uh, 
the testing and things like that, how how well they did. I think yeah, I'm, I'm going to say yes today that Mercer City's testing and everything that goes along with it is is very good. Yeah. Uh, very highly respected, like mm -hmm. I said, across the state of Tennessee. We have people that are still coming here, uh, Truman, yeah. on a regular basis pretty much to see what's going on in the city school system yeah. uh, and how things are being done and how it's handled. Of course, uh, Dr. Gilbert was was fantastic in, in her directorship. You haven't uh, replaced her yet, Not have you? yet, no. We get... Uh, we, we have a meeting next Tuesday, and Tennessee School Board Association will present us with five candidates. Now, is uh, this the first five, the first five they, they've sent to you? No, they sent us three two or three months ago, uh -huh. and at that particular time, uh, Ralph Ringstaff, who is, was our personnel person, was acting as interim yeah. director. He 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 was sharp. He is I sharp. enjoy being with him. He is sharp. Yeah. He does he does a very good job. Yeah. Uh, and at that point in time, uh, the board looked at there was a motion made to make him the permanent. Now, even though he was not on the list, well, that doesn't did not go along with what our policy said. So did he make a mistake by doing that, Ralph? By what? Making him interim? Yeah, and saying okay. that he was not going to be well uh, put himself uh, in in the position of, b of being a full time. Possibly, possibly that yeah. would depend on because I, I think Ralph has done a, a very good job. He, yeah. I get communications from him all the time, and if I call him, like I called him, I sent him a message yesterday. Mm -hmm had a question for him, and I just sent him the message that said, now, if you're not busy and you want to call me back tonight, okay. If that doesn't work, you know, give me a call tomorrow. I'll be mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. Well, it wasn't long, but a few minutes that he returned my call, <laughs> I told him, I said, boy, you didn't have anything to do tonight, did you? He said, well, I will have, because I'm fixing to watch some basketball on TV. But uh, because Ralph did not meet the criteria, uh, that we had established for a director. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning, uh, Truman, when we decided to have an interim until we found, uh, part of our policy said that the interim was not eligible for the permanent position. Yeah. And that policy had been in for quite some time. So that kind of ruled him out. But uh, so, uh, so you can't, uh, you can't, bypass that particular rule even though you may have somebody that pretty much fits the bill for what you're looking at well that's true i mean we can, we could, can you adjust that we could yeah we could but there were members of the board who wanted to continue with that process and knowing that we had made that known to the three people we were looking at from the central office to make them interims mm -hmm. uh the board decided on a, on a vote that uh, we would proceed with that. So we went back to TSBA and opened up the applications again, and they will present us with five names next Tuesday. And then it'll be our job to uh, set time for interviews with those five. And if, if we have somebody else that we want to interview that's not in that five, we can do so. Mm -hmm. uh, 
for example, if if you had applied and you were, or if you were, we knew you were interested, uh, and you did not apply, so to speak, through TSBA, mm-hmm. or it was too late, then as a board we could vote yes, we're going to interview you mm-hmm. uh, for that position. Uh, and I, we'll see what happens Friday or Tuesday, but I think they will present us uh, with five qualities, and then it'll be our decision. But we did the same thing uh, when we got Dr. Gilbert mm-hmm. 11 and a half, 12 years ago. Uh, same process. So it, it worked out well. And we've got some... And I know in the beginning... We had 18, I believe it was, to apply. But since we changed it and we extended it some, we've got about, uh, I think, 25 now is on the list. Mm-hmm. And it'll be up to TSBA to go through those resumes and, and the committee that they have to present us with what they feel like is the five top applicants. At what point do you get the entire list of all the applicants? Don't you? Uh, don't they send you? Yes. All of these people. Yes. Yeah. At, at what point do you do you receive those? Uh, I think we we have already received the the total list of applicants. Mm-hmm. Now we haven't received, like I said, the top five, but we have received the the total list. And I'm I'm thinking there's, I believe twenty five is the correct number. Mm-hmm. And and they're not all from Tennessee. You know, they're from Kentucky, and there's some. From the east, you know, people that want to come here. Uh, you, you know that me. I, I don't know how about the other people that live in the county. I like somebody that has the lay of the land. If true. they don't have the lay of the land, you really don't know what you're getting until they're actually in office and they're trying to find their way around. You might say. And, and they pretty much have blinders on it at the time because I know the one that the county picked years ago, he came and spent half a day with me. He didn't know anybody, uh, the people to go to, the people that can make a difference, and, uh, and the families of, uh, of the people, the children that are going to school oh, yeah. and all those type things. I, I, I never have liked that. So when, 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 you, when you get that, do you take... Uh, I know how you would, but but does the board take uh, all of that into consideration when they're looking at, at uh, the people, their resume, and and in uh, what they put on that resume? I, I think so. I would say very positively so. Uh, I think our board will lean toward having somebody, if not local, at least from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there would be, I'm sure, good applicants from outside of Tennessee and outside of the state. But uh, Roseanne Barton made a statement some time ago that she really would like to have somebody from Tennessee because that person will already know what is going on in Tennessee as far as the testing and the rules and all that sort of thing, which is a, a good plus. Good for Roseanne. It's a, it's a plus. Yeah. It sure is a plus, you know. And, of course, she's a local girl, and and the family's been in the education process probably almost as long as we've been around. Uh, You're right. You're exactly right. uh, When you were at Walter Hill, almost all those parents knew you and knew your background, and when they wanted to talk to, to you about some of their children, 
they wouldn't they wouldn't even take take a second notice they would mm -hmm. just go straight into the office and and you guys would would uh have some great conversations oh yeah yeah time. yeah I, i've you know you keep up with with those people uh even today yeah uh, some of them that that were parents back then and uh don't you want to jump back into the schools again well, sometimes I would like to. Don't you feel like in a way you kind of <laughs> sitting on the outside looking in? Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, as, as, and the thing that, that you miss the most, I do anyway, and I think other principals, Larry and Mike that you had on the yeah. other day, you know, you miss the students uh, and you miss some of the parents. But yeah. as far as all the other stuff that's going on today, it's a, it is a headache. For sure, I'm sure on, well, not only on teachers but also on principals and central office staff as well. Just mm -hmm. keeping up with everything that's going on and making the adjustments. Of yeah. the, the virus that we were talking about earlier, you know, one day your school's in session, the next day everybody's going to virtual learning yeah. because you've got either you, you've got staff that you can't find subs for mm -hmm. which is a problem as well as bus drivers same yeah, thing yeah. you know and uh, as much as you hate to say it sometimes that's about the only thing you can do because you can't have a, a building full of students and not having people there to supervise them yeah I'm, I'm, I don't know how, how you do it because you're supposed to be retired you're not too much younger than me I mean uh, I still remember when you were over at Mitchell Nielsen. Oh yeah, and yeah. And, and and those were 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 such good times. They 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 really are. And uh, I have such a, a a respect for what you have done over all the years. Uh, and is that an airplane flying over our head? Sounds like it, or somebody's cutting something with a saw. One. <laughs> I don't know why I'm distracted by that. My, my mind easily will fluctuate all over the place, which I'm not very happy with sometimes. But um, uh, do you ever have any conversation with the lady that's over education in the state of Tennessee? And, and I would love to know what you think when you have those uh, meetings and and, and uh, what you discuss and what direction she wants to go. Not, I've not had those conversations with her. I did meet her when she came to the discovery schools mm -hmm. uh, right after she was appointed as yeah. commissioner. Uh, and I went over and I met with her and walked around the building. And I was very impressed with her at that time because uh, we went into several classrooms and she got down almost on hands and knees and get on the level of a lot of those students and talk with them and communicated with them to show an interest in what they were doing, and I was impressed with that. Now, yeah. Some things that have come out uh, that I don't agree with, maybe, but, you know, she's the commissioner, and sometimes the legislature, of course, uh, they kind of got on to her not too long ago on some things, and... Uh, I know she was she was pretty much in favor of of a charter schools and that sort of thing, mm -hmm. uh, which, from the public standpoint, is not real, real well uh, respected because of the tax dollars. 
Is it something, is it pro-public schools, the charter system? And, and does it favor certain areas like uh, Shelby County, Davidson County, who have had problems as far as academically keeping up with a lot of, especially Rutherford County. Rutherford County is right at the very top of the list as far as the education level. I mean, we have some of the uh, the, the brightest teachers and, and, and the brightest oh, yeah. students yeah. across the state of Tennessee. I think, uh, I don't know that the charter, well, I guess maybe the charter school or the private school is more of a, a stronger option in places where your school system, your public school system is not doing as well as people would want it to be or as mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, and I'm not against charter schools. I'm not against private schools. Mm -hmm. uh, what I don't like is uh, my tax dollars going to provide, to help provide your child an education because you want to send them to a private school. Yeah. My tax dollars, I believe. It should, wasn't originally meant to be that no, way. My tax dollars should go to be to the public schools. Yeah. And if you want to send your child to a private school, that's fine. I have no problem with that at all. Uh, but I don't think that we need to be paying for that when we are not funding our public schools to the point to where we would like for it to be. Does the schools kind of like MacFadden, uh, Central, uh, all of those schools, the magnet schools, that reach out to the extremely bright kids as a rule, um, it, it that that has its own way of keeping public public schools going in a certain direction. Now, when we get to, I I presume that the the grade schools uh, uh, when I think you guys go to the sixth grade, right? Right, right. Uh, uh, you do special testing on those kids to see what their particular gifts are. As far as uh, uh, just like Bud Mitchell, I think Bud Mitchell is a genius. I really do. Bud couldn't stand the classroom, and of course, a lot of us couldn't back then. <laughs> we were daydreaming and doing all those other things. But uh, there are certain kids that have those gifts that are not going to be great in science and and math and and some of the others. Not that Bud wasn't, but. Uh, do, do you kind of put a tag on them before they get up into the high school level as what their particular strengths are in academics? I, th I think they would be, and, and those students uh, can test into uh, the schools like McFadden, mm -hmm. uh, Central Magnet, yeah. uh, Discovery School. You know, these are schools that students take a test to get into, and mm -hmm. they have to be at I guess I'm going to say maybe the upper level, if that's yeah. the correct term, uh, as far as intelligence goes and that sort of thing. Uh, I could probably never have gotten into a, a magnet school just because didn't. Well, you couldn't beat up Hooper Pena. Well, that's true, too, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, and, and it's good to have those type of schools yeah. because those students 
can be challenged more mm -hmm. uh, than they could be in just uh, a heterogeneous uh, uh, classroom where you've got a mixture of, of all abilities because the teacher can hone in more on the academic part of it and the upscale part of the academic. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, I, th I think they've, the magnet schools serve a purpose. Yeah. When we come back, uh, well, we're going to have to take a break. He's, oh, okay. I've had that sign in front of me, but uh -oh. I, I, I enjoy listening to you, so well. I didn't want to break yet. But we're going to take a quick break, and I'm going to ask you another question when it comes to that. Okay. All right, guys, we're going to take a break. NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. It's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Adams Place is a premier senior living facility in Murfreesboro. Our residents say the chefs at Adams Place run the area's best restaurant. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today. Adams Place Residential Living Director Terry Deal. Offering independent living, assisted living, memory care, health care center, and on-site rehabilitation. Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard. If you want to get some barbecue, I'll tell you how to do it. Head for the Slick Pig and you're into it. Just walk through the door at 1920 East Main and your nose will send a message right to your brain. Say, mmm, smells good. And barbecue. Slick Pig. We got ribs and beans. Got spicy wings. Slick Pig. A Murfreesboro tradition. 1920 East Main. At Heritage South Community Credit Union, we help when others won't. It's what our members tell us we do every day. Whether it's a loan for a car you need to get to work or saving for the future, let us see if we can help. If you live, work, worship, or attend school in Rutherford, Bedford, or Marshall Counties, you can be a member of Heritage South. Visit our website, HeritageSouth.org, to learn more. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Hi folks, listen up. This is Rodney French from French's Shoes and Boots. If work boots are what you want, come see hundreds of styles of the best brands of work boots on the market. Soft toe, safety toe, lace-up, slip-ons. French's has the best selection of work boots in Tennessee. If we don't have it, we'll get it. We carry small to extended sizes and wide widths in almost everything we sell. It makes good sense to shop at French's. French's Shoes and Boots. On South Church Street, between I-24 and Middle Tennessee Boulevard. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street in downtown Murfreesboro. We are very blessed to have volunteers, to have friends that are decorators that come in and merchandise our store and do our window displays that help with linens, that help with jewelry, that help just make the store look really nice. Proceeds from sales benefit Greenhouse Ministries, a faith-based nonprofit serving the underserved here in Murfreesboro. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street, across from the tall NHC building. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. 
A 53-year-old manager at a Wendy's in Murfreesboro was charged with simple assault after police say he admitted to biting a teenage worker on the shoulder while on the job. Manager told police the teen was in the way of the fryer when she came in for her shift and that he was joking when he came up to her and growled and put his mouth on her shoulder. Middle Tennessee State's game against the University of Alabama at Birmingham is being canceled. The game was set for Sunday in Murfreesboro and is being canceled due to COVID-19 cases, contact tracing, and injuries. MTSU officials said that the most important thing is to protect the health and safety of student-athletes. Governor Bill Lee says COVID-19 vaccines will be coming to Tennessee within weeks. The governor said that the effort to get the vaccines is changing every minute and said the information he's getting from the federal government is changing all the time. He called the information about the quantities and dates of distribution, quote, very fluid. An 18-year tenure in the U.S. Senate is coming to a close for Tennessee's Lamar Alexander. The three-term Republican said goodbye to colleagues Wednesday and, in his remarks, asked congressional leaders to work on bipartisan solutions for the nation's problems. Alexander served eight years as Tennessee governor and was also education secretary under President George H.W. Bush. And free professional mental health support now available to teachers and educators. The Department of Education's Emotional Support Hotline has opened for the state's teachers. It had been around as support for first responders who were experiencing anxiety and stress of the COVID-19 pandemic. More information is posted on the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services website. News on demand 24-7 at WGNSRadio.com. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. Main Street Murfreesboro, along with the Rutherford County Courthouse, will be going virtual this year for Celebrate Christmas, December 4th at 6.30 p.m. This is Sarah Callender of Main Street Murfreesboro. Snuggle up with your family at home and watch this annual Christmas tree lighting event on City TV Channel 3, YouTube, or live on Facebook. Local high school talent, dancers, and the Center for the Arts will bring the lights alive while Santa himself comes downtown to flip the switch on the courthouse tree. Bud's Tire Pros makes buying tires simpler, so you can get back to when being on the move was carefree. For a limited time, get up to a $120 reward card after submission when you bundle at least two new qualifying Michelin or BF Goodrich passenger or light truck tires, as well as select Michelin motorcycle, scooter, and bicycle tires. Or get a $120 reward card per purchase of four new Michelin Cross Climate 2 tires. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. Find out more at BudsTireProsTN.com. See store for complete details. Offers valid from November 18th, 2020 through December 9th, 2020. Void where prohibited. Good neighbor weather. Partial sunshine develops here for this afternoon with a high in the mid-50s. South winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, chance for rain late alone near 39. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 32. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. From NAC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. No, they don't come in here unless it's something. Uh, when, uh, of course, we're we're back with Butch Campbell, and uh, I uh, we we had uh, 
special guests from here that that have been on the show. We have some of the most unique people in the world right here at Adams Place, oh, and yeah. they're so yeah. bright and and. Uh, you, when you come in, I wished I could see their faces better because they've got these masks on. And uh, unless I've been around somebody, well, like you, the first thing I notice is your hair. You, you have more hair than anybody that I've ever known in my life. But but when you're looking down at Murphy, at Murphy Stadium and, and, and you look at all the people on the floor, you're the very first person I notice. <laughs> well... I don't. Ha- I don't ever see Janie, but I see you. Well, you're not gonna see Janie. Janie just doesn't get involved in college sports. Oh, bless her heart. She's such a sweet thing, isn't she? Well, she is. She really is. Now, at one time, Janie was uh, working over there at basketball games at at the door, taking tickets. Yeah. And uh, I believe it was during Ramrod Simpson's era. Uh, after the after. They released her from that, then she had a knitting board or something, but it was silver, hmm. and it was reflecting the light, and the light was being reflected from that down onto the bench. Oh, wow. And, of course, she didn't know it, you know. And uh, Well, you, she could have sent you little uh, little messages through that. No, no, not, not, not where I was. That's <laughs> when they were sitting on the end of the floor, and it got, yeah. you know, kind of like reflecting something, and that little reflection was going into to Ramrod's eyes and some of the players. They, somebody went up there and told her she needed to put her board down. Bless her heart. But, you know. But do you remember Dr. Howard that was at MTSU taught English? Yes, uh, yeah. Many years ago. Yeah. You know, he he was a hero in World War Two. No, I didn't. Oh not. yes, he he was a pilot, uh, and and he had he was in the uh, the I think it was the B-17s. If I, if I, if I'm I, I could be wrong on that, but anyway, he brought the the picture of his plane and and he explained it all to us and 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 just having him here. I was so fascinated. Oh yeah, I could have sat there and listened to him for hours. But he was the toughest English teacher they had at MTSU. I don't rem- I don't think I had him. I knew him. I knew of him and and that sort of thing. But I don't think I had ever had him as as a teacher. Yeah. I think he would if he had told me the truth. He would have said I was the worst student he ever had. I guarantee you. Bless his heart. But but, but I just absolutely loved him to death. And and uh, he was. Uh, uh, you you look in here. There's nobody here but you and myself uh, this morning, which is normal. Uh, that's the way it is. Of course, the the viral thing is 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 one yeah. of the things that's got it. But when he was here, this place was packed. I mean, everybody was so interested in what he had to say and it, it was just fantastic when i, I was he a resident here yeah yeah okay yeah yeah he he lives here uh and i'll guarantee you i'll know 90 percent of the people at oh, i'm sure and, and they do such a, it's such a wonderful place to stay i mean yeah. they if you want to go swimming go back there and go swimming indoors and and all the other things that that, that they offer it, it it's it, to me, it, it kind of reminds me when Jackie and I w- would go on these cruises, uh-huh. 24 hours a day, you can do anything you yeah. want to do, and, yeah. and it, it's pretty special. Now, yeah. let's get back to um, 
that question or, or that area that I wanted to talk about. Um, back when you and I were going to school, you were offered things that were not academic in school as far as being able to uh, work on cars oh, yeah. and shop, uh, being able to build things and all the it, but but those were for people who had unique gifts and and, and I was so amazed at them that I, I called them geniuses and, and a lot of them were but but they were aiming toward uh, a career that God had given them the gifts to do. And uh, a lot of times we kind of, to me, we kick them in the rear end a little bit by making them take um, things uh, in, in in the labs, uh, those, those science things in labs that are really only made for special people, just like they have gifts for those, the students right. that do really yeah. well, while the other uh, kids... That they can do well in uh, with uh, like uh, working with electricity and working with all types of uh, plumbing and those things where they can really have a great career oh, and raise a, a family very easily by doing that. I mean, a lot of people just go str- straight into their own business and and become very very successful. Why do we separate those kids? With that, when I know you, you had mentioned earlier that that, that you kind of uh, um, uh, mark these particular kids once they get into high school as what their particular levels of expertise will be. Well, I think the the vocational classes that have been going on for years and years, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I know they still have them in the high schools uh, today. Mm-hmm. But back even when I was at Central and we had vocational classes there, there is a a thing that we always we're always going to have to have plumbers, yeah. and painters, uh, people who work on the streets, people who are auto mechanics, you know that sort of thing. Yeah, we're always going to have to have those people because most of us are not. I guess I'll say smart enough or don't have the knowledge to work on. Well, that's not our particular expertise. I, there you go. Yeah. See? And then these people, I think, are, are very important. And, well, if you call a plumber to come to your house and you're paying pretty good money for them. Yes, you are. You know, but here again, that's their livelihood and whether it's a. Well, you take a, some, someone who's very bright in science and math. Uh, chemistry is one of you have to take chemistry now why in the world would you subject a child who has those other particular skills and gifts uh, to do those particular things it, it, it doesn't seem like it, it there it's it's a proper lane for them to travel through Truman I guess because they feel like that a little bit of knowledge on in the sciences or the mass or things or things that you would need in order to be successful in business. Uh, you take that ma- doesn't make any sense. Well, okay, you take math for example. Yeah. Okay, uh, the plumber. Mm-hmm. Well, he's got to be able to figure out what your bill is, how much he's going to charge you. They what they, th- they use computers now instead of the mines, <clears throat> well, butcher. I guess that's, that may be true. How too. many people work in uh, the cash register? 
can in their head can't give you, you change back. They can't, can't give you change back. Well, they got to know how to operate the computer. <laughs> I guess. So let them operate the computer. My gosh, I it's mean, it's a, it's a. Uh, there's, a, a, there's well, no common sense if, if what I'm trying to say. Well, I guess. and I'm not going to disagree with you there. Yeah, uh, I think we're, we're all in the era of where. We want to do it with an iPad or a computer or mm. a, uh, something that tells us what we need to know rather than us being able to figure it out. You go to the store sometimes, and mm -hmm. if your bill is $8.74 and you give the clerk $8 or $10 bill and, and 75 three quarters, they mm -hmm. can't tell you that then they owe you back $2 in a penny. Yeah. You know, uh, without putting it in that register, in that calculator, uh -huh. and they put in the amount tended, and then it tells you how much change you're going to give them back. It's uh, it's different. It is different, but I, technology has changed a lot of things, as you well know. Yeah, but when you take away things like a person being able to utilize its own signature, you know, there for a while they were d d taking away that. And then how in the world, what are they going to do, print their name on the check or, or whatever? Well, that's it, true. It, you know, that's part of your identity. Yeah, that's right. And that's what I'm saying. We've got people out there that are making decisions that really don't work in the real world. And, I, and, and we're raising our kids and our grandkids to be successful in life and, and, and being able to... Uh, utilize their particular gifts, and when you take that away, or or, or put uh, something in the way of that, they build a dam, and and, and when they get to that, the, their directions, you're you're not able to go directly into the things that you love, and and uh, and you can do so well with. That's true. And, and it doesn't really. Um, now you go to the board now, your next meeting, and you tell them all this. Well, the, the problem with part of that is uh, we have to follow along what the guidelines are sent to us. That's the problem. Maybe. You know, wouldn't uh, it be nice if if each school district had, could make its own rules and then follow that? You know, uh, I, I, I don't know why in the world that um, uh, we, we can't – we should have some examples out there somewhere of – Someone like you set up your own rules and regulation as far as how the education process is going to be able to go. It, it seems like that uh, we're we're in an assembly line and everybody has to do the same thing in all 50 states. Well, part of that is because of the competition on getting higher paying or higher level jobs. Every state couldn't have their own individual plan, educational plan, because it would not be perhaps uh, comprehensible with, with another state. And just because you do it, say, in Tennessee, and if it's different when you went into Kentucky, your background and qualifications for getting a job in Kentucky, you might not have obtained those because you were in a different state. You see what I'm saying? No, because okay. it doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Let's say, for example, you go to school and you get a degree in ed 
electrical engineering. Now, the criteria for you getting that degree in Tennessee might be different from the criteria that you would need to get if you were applying for a job in Kentucky, Alabama, Georgia, or another state. Mm -hmm. So part of the reason, I think, to have standardized stuff across the country from the federal government is to make it equal for the people in Tennessee to be able to be able to compete in Kentucky or Alabama or Georgia or another state. Now those criterias, they are basic criterias, but then they can be expanded on in each individual state or each individual way they want to do things. The state sets the standard on what type of high school diploma you're eligible for. And everybody does not have to have the same criteria for every uh, type because there are different type of diplomas. You can get one for like an academic. There's one for uh, students who are uh, resource students, you know, and, and they don't necessarily have to go to all of those upper level classes that you're talking about, but they can still get a high school diploma uh, that indicates that they have gotten it as maybe not an academic diploma, but maybe uh, another type of diploma that they cut. I don't remember now what they call them, but there are those. And which is still a high school diploma, and if you go to apply somewhere for something, you can say, well, yeah, I have a high school diploma. Uh, I'm thinking... And I don't mean to bring up personalities necessarily, but not too long ago, uh, wasn't there some question on whether or not uh, a candidate for sheriff mm -hmm. did not have a high school diploma? That was the... Uh, you're getting into undercover politics okay, well, right now. Okay, I don't mean to... Because there were some people who did some things that they should not have done during okay. that period. This particular individual, he had uh, an attendance certificate that okay. you guys... Right. It looked like a high school diploma. Okay, yeah. And, and uh, uh, one of our uh, 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 Sheriff's Association people made a mistake and uh, allowed that initially... But it was not. Uh, it put this sheriff's this sheriff's department, which was ours, in a bad situation because we were not supposed to allow that at the time. So we called the um, um, uh, people that are over law enforcement in the state of Tennessee, and they said this person is it should not be allowed to um, run for sheriff. And uh, so they agreed, and they sent it back to the uh, election commission and said, this person cannot run because he does not have a high school diploma. Okay. And some people behind the scenes went into the area, and they declared that a high school diploma. It was strictly um, something that that they made a decision on which was not correct so this individual did get to, okay. to run okay. even though uh, basically he was not qualified to run okay yeah so that that's what happened with right. with that particular politics thing. and politicians as honorable john bragg used to say yeah but you you know politics 
gets away with going into certain areas and changing things that they should not be well, able to change. And, and education is part of it, as you well know. That's right. That's true. And, and what's happened with education uh, over the, the last uh, two or three decades it has been one of the worst things that could ever happen to the school system. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe that. I think that that has to do a lot with those people that are making the rules that are not educators. Yeah. It would be like me trying to make I agree. a rule for law enforcement when I don't have a clue about it. But you would. You would have you'd have the knowledge of that because that's what you're involved in. Well, you know, it looks like that you ought to have people in education having more of a voice in what you're doing for education, just like people in the medical profession yeah. should have more of a, a voice in what you're doing in medicine. I, I agree 100%. And... I wouldn't feel comfortable. Well, I, I couldn't be a school principal. I don't have the educational background for it. I couldn't do it. But uh, uh, you have done an excellent job over the years because you were able to prepare for for the the career that you chose. Well, the same. And, but you didn't have any. You didn't have any uh, potholes to have to true. deal with. Well, but then, and it would just in the reverse would be the same thing if me trying to be sheriff. I couldn't do that because I don't know the rules, you know. Uh, you did, and you were very successful at it. You did a great job doing it. Uh, and I think everybody realized that, and everybody respected you for it. Uh, so, anyway. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't go in and do a knee replacement that Michael Jordan can do either. Or Matt Barrett. Or Matt Barrett. You remember Owen Barrett. He oh, was sure. at Mitchell Nelson and sure. Central, and uh, he was one of the the best uh, uh, doctors that's ever been in this area. Of course, he is down in the other side of. He's down in the the upper part of Alabama. He, you know, he's still practicing medicine. Is he? Oh yeah, bless his heart. He's as good as gold. But Matt Barrett, uh, you remember, of course, Tommy, Tommy Johns, when. Uh, my knee completely gave out on me. He told me, he said, now, Truman, he said, this kid, Matt Barrett, a kid, he, he looked like he's, he does, he, he's still does. 17 years That's old. Right. He You're really right. does. He said, this kid is the best I've ever seen. He said he's unbelievable. And when he does you, I can go over every, I go over every morning at the MAC, and, uh, and I'll do quite a few miles on the elliptical machine, and when I get off, uh, I, I guarantee you I could run if if I didn't wouldn't tear my knee all yeah, pieces again. Yeah. But anybody looking for a, we've got the best TOA place oh, anywhere in the country out there on Medical Center Parkway. Yeah. They're just absolutely out of this yeah. world. And we've got you know other other medical professions. Uh, uh, I remember Payne Hardison, who is, oh, uh, yeah. you know, and now his son's there. His son, Mark, is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. I've been to him and uh, had some dental work done with him. In fact, going to have some more done in late December. But he's he's wonderful. Very. Yeah, tell him I want to utilize him. I've got a couple of things I need to have done dental wise. And, well, and, I'll tell you what, Mark can do it. Yeah. He's good. I like him very much. And he's, his bedside manner is great. You go in, you sit down, and you consultation, and he tells you what's going to happen and how it's going to be. And Does he put you to sleep? He does for some things. Yeah. 
He does, yeah. But that's, I think they all do. That depends on what is being done, yeah. I guess. But anyway. But anyway, it's we, good we, to have local people. Oh, it's good. It's good to have, yeah, people that are that are, that you know that that's, born and raised maybe or yeah. raised and that you've had your dealings with. Yeah. Other than just their particular profession. Look how many generations you and I go back. Oh man. I think just about to the begin. Well, I, th I think it is to the beginning of Rutherford County. Uh, there's a lot of deep roots right here in this oh, community. Yeah. And the good thing about it is we all love people who move in here and they become friends with us too. I think that's why Rutherford County is is growing so fast because they 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 feel that people actually care about them when they come in here and and um, all these all these uh, neighborhoods and places. I mean, I live out in the county. You live inside the city, but you and I only live about four miles apart where where you and Janie are right now. But I, I can pretty much tell you when I see somebody come in, I can usually tell you how long their family's been here. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure can. Yeah. All right, Sunday, don't we have a game coming up with the girls? Right now, yes. Yeah. It's a 5.30 game, and I believe it's against Belmont. Uh, we had a game last night, the first home game that we've had. Uh, the men played mm -hmm. and won, by the way, and a good ball game. Murray State. Uh, Murray State, they played well. I can't uh, believe that they beat us. To be honest with you. Well, we, we, no, no, they didn't beat us. No. They how, tell me how many points now, because I am I am totally astounded by how many points that MTSU scored last night. Yes, seventy-eight. All right, how many did? Sixty-one. Wait a minute, big boy. You were half asleep when you came in here. No, this no, morning. no. I was talking about a Murray State game before last night where they played, and I don't remember who it was they played, but the final score, my memory is correct, was 173 to 91. Now, there is no way that somebody uh, could score 173 no, they points did. in they a did. game. They did. In fact, I asked, I made the comment, well, were they playing a, a junior pro team or what? But no, that was. It had to been a grammar school team. Well, I don't remember who the, who they were, but that was. But when I said 173, they said, yeah, but the other one scored 91, so there couldn't have been a whole lot of defense. That's a whole lot of points, Truman, in 40 minutes of basketball. Did they have 10 Jimmy Montgomery's <laughs> on the team? <laughs> My know. gosh, I've never heard anything. That's got to be a record. I would, uh, pretty close to something. But anyway, but middle played. I thought the the men played well last night. Of course, there were no fans. I say there were none. There may have been twenty or twenty-five. I think there was some from Murray here that got in. Uh, but of course, they're sitting halfway up through the through the blue seats. Nobody's sitting on floor level. What, did you see Don and Hannah there, Witherspoon? Mm -mm. They weren't there? That's a rarity. Well, that's because they're not letting them in. You're kidding. No. Huh. What's the, I mean, you're, the, you're so far apart in that state. Well, you, uh, one third of, of, of the capacity should be safe in a place that in large. In fact, there was uh, down where we sit at the scorer's table, there was myself and Bobby and Mike. 
and the radio person, I think, for Murray was on the other end. Our radio people, Chip and Kyle, were sitting up above the rail up on the track level. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where they were broadcasting from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did see Dr. McPhee there in his seat, but I would say there weren't more than 30 or 35 spectators, if that many, because they weren't letting them in. I don't know how those from Murray got in, but they did. But we had to be there at uh, 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon. Those of us at the table, Mike and Bobby and I, and we were COVID tested with the rapid test, uh, temperature taken. You had to fill out some paperwork. And we were five or six feet apart at the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just, and you had the three officials. Of course, nobody could get near floor level from the fan. It was mm-hmm. all like temporary gates or whatever, uh, separating them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a, a, a complete different type atmosphere but it was it's what it was but they played right on now the women are scheduled to play Sunday afternoon right now Mm -hmm. and I say that because not real sure what the virus will do or whether or not you know and then the men are scheduled to play again on Monday at 6.30 the football game that middle was to have on Sunday afternoon has been cancelled uh, so now I guess football is over for the year. It's just. So divine. I heard a stat the other day that uh, pro football, no one has gotten the virus practicing and playing. The only time that they have uh, had the virus was when they're away and they go to the, to to to. Uh, they don't have any social distancing, I presume. They just go to all these bars and whatever, and and, uh, and that's where uh, they catch it, probably when they got their mask on and everything else. So this this is the strangest era I have ever been in in my life. It makes no sense whatsoever. I noticed last night that the coaches on both sides wore masks pretty much the whole game. Uh the officials have some kind of device on their whistle, looks like kind of a sponge, so that the saliva from the whistle will not get out into the area. Uh, <laughs> it's it's, uh, but you know. But there are people making money off of it. Oh my gosh. Well, probably so. Uh, I'd love to have a, a mass business right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. It'd be unbelievable. That's right. I know we got to wrap up. Well, I, oh, I, I'm letting you, time I, already, I'm letting you go beyond what the time is. I didn't realize it's gone quick. Oh, it goes too fast, Bush, because I always enjoy being with you. Well, I enjoy being here with you. You, you always make a, a great guest. Well, thank you. You do a good hosting job. Oh, no, I'm just oh, yeah. No, no. I have fun. Hey, hey, it wouldn't continue if you didn't do a good job. Well, hey, I, I just wanted to say I won't take any offense when Butch was listing all of those great Walter Hill alumni and, and, and never mentioned me, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, he he just talking about the ones that actually passed school there, Brian. Oh, well, that that's uh, yeah, that would be right, I guess. <laughs> Brian, Brian, you were a good student, uh, and you have done very well in your occupation, 
and I am sure that the chemistry and the science and some of the stuff that you had to take in school really did not help you get where you are today. You're a very well-respected person. In fact, I sent you a text last uh, Friday. Uh, you and John, I enjoyed listening to y'all on TV yeah. and watching. I'm sorry, listening to you on radio yeah. and watching on TV. But I don't understand why, why uh, one of you, TV or radio, radio is about 20, 30 seconds ahead of TV. So 15 I, seconds, I timed Okay, it. so yeah. I could listen to you, and I knew what was coming on the next play, which yeah. was good. Yeah. There was no surprise. But y'all do a wonderful job. You always have, and I am proud to say that you are a Walter Hill alumni. Oh, our, uh, check's in the mail. Thank you. I, well, you you told me you'd send me one if I'd give you a plug. He sent it for the same amount I paid you to be on <laughs> Butcher, tell, tell Janie Hay for me. I will. Yeah. I will. And you keep things going on out Manchester Highway and... I go I go right by your entrance every morning, I, I noticed, two or three times. I noticed uh, the bank up there, Pinnacle Bank, that branch is closed. Yeah, but the main the, one downtown yeah, is open. Because of the virus. Yeah, yeah. So is that the only bank that's got the virus? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't imagine, but anyway. All right, guys. We'll see you in the morning. Nine. John Blankenship will be on, and uh, we'll have some great music on. We'll see you then. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.